It is the most important. It, the fast is only as successful as the reintroduction of food. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Barrett. I'm a board certified chiropractic physician with a passion and emphasis in functional nutrition. We can't wait to add value to your health as well as the health of your family. Thanks for listening in to the Real Health Podcast. Sticking to New Year's resolutions, they can be hard. I get it. But listen, what if we could change New Year's resolutions into a whole year health plan? That's what Dr. Barrett has done with an episode on Monday, January 3rd. Make sure you get your pen and your paper and write down the amazing nuggets that Dr. Barrett drops on a special edition Monday release, the first Monday of the year, setting the tone for 2022, turning your New Year's resolutions into a health plan that we can follow for the rest of the year. Before we wrap up this year, thank you. Thank you for the support, the comments, the likes, the reviews. It truly has been amazing. We thank you so much. We're going to finish 2021 with a special part two water fasting edition today. And make sure that you check out the free 14-day guide that Dr. Barrett put together specifically for his patients that he's sharing with the listeners of the Real Health Podcast Thanks again. Be on the lookout. Special episode release, Monday, January 3rd, 2022 Health Plans. Welcome back to the Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. We're at episode six, part two of water fasting. This is your host, Lane Taylor. Hope everyone is having a fantastic day. We're post Thanksgiving. So I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. We're in the holiday season. Dr. B, how are you, sir? Doing great. Having a great day, man. Did you Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah. It was awesome. Didn't have to travel, so it was relaxing. It's able to stay. Cooked a lot of good food. Favorite food? Um, What'd you eat? Yeah, so I actually smoked lamb in addition to the turkey. Lamb? So okay. That was, that was amazing. That's amazing as well. I'm a red meat guy, so any, anything that's red meat is my favorite. Well, you ready to get into part two today? Let's, let's go. Well, before we get into part two, let's get into the review of the week. I know that um, these have been these have been really cool. Some people have reached out and said that uh, they really appreciate these. So let's get into the review of the week. We have had we've had several reviews, and before we get into this, I just honestly really appreciate it, guys. Like this is what helps get the uh, the word out everyone that's sharing it on social media just i really appreciate it and so today's review of the week is from uh pjr 0272 sounds like someone on star trek or star wars but whoever (laughs) pjr thank you so much for the review it says i've enjoyed dr barrett's podcast and i've learned something every time i'm in the older generation and this is the first time i've heard some of these things thankful dr barrett takes time out of his busy schedule to share his knowledge and with the rest of us. Love how he asked his listeners to tell him topics we'd like to discuss. Looking forward to the next podcast. Awesome. Well, it's uh, most importantly, it is Lane and Barrett's podcast because I couldn't be here without you. I wouldn't be doing this without you. And uh, and and you do most of it, to be honest with you. I just get to sit here and have fun talk. So I just appreciate you so much. So shout out back to you. Personal review coming from me is that you're, you're an incredible man and and, and um, you have such a knowledge base of health too. And, and so you may 
the, the reason why it works so well is because you're able to take what I'm thinking and processing and ask the questions that people want answered. And that's what's really cool is because you already have that health knowledge. You know what I'm saying, but then you can also ask the right question so that the listener knows what I'm saying. So thanks so much for you. That's a lot of pressure now. <laughs> that's a lot of pressure now. I know on the first part of the uh, water fasting, you said autophagy. Am yeah, I saying that right? That's right. And I, after, I listened back to it because I was editing that show and I was like, we probably should revisit that one because I still don't feel like we, we will revisit that one. But I appreciate that uh, yeah. feedback. I really yeah, did. You got it. Biohack of the week for, for Dr. B. What is it? Coffee enema. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again for the listeners. Yeah, enema with coffee. <laughs> coffee enema. Okay, we're probably going to do an entire episode on this, Yeah, I would say. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you heard it right. Every two weeks, usually, I do a coffee enema. Maybe sometimes weekly, um, but usually on a fasted state. Okay. So, uh, quick. Uh, Let's do a disclaimer first. Okay. If you get off this episode... Um, make sure you do some research on how to do a coffee enema first. How yeah. <laughs> it's not like you're throwing 180 degree coffee up the, you know, you don't do that. Go down to <laughs> or power Starbucks. Real quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. No. Okay. Uh, yeah. So obviously the benefit is uh, coffee enters colon and then goes, instead of the arterial system, goes to the vein, the portal vein goes right to the liver. Um, you get this huge insurgence of um, theobromines, ca- caffeine, and other benefits of coffee uh, that create, in essence, the goal is create this effect. It's a 200% increase of, of, of an enzyme called glutathione as transferase. So this enzyme increases glutathione, the most potent, powerful antioxidant in the body, increases it uh, north to 200%. And this is why it was such a huge, is a huge component to the Gerson cancer treatment protocol. So Dr. Max Gerson, who treated cancer naturally with juicing, coffee enemas, and a lot of other uh, plant-based medicines, use coffee enemas as a way of detoxing the liver. It sounds like we need to do an episode on glutathione. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about how to do it, uh, how to increase it naturally, yeah. um, and and then obviously which supplements we can do. But that's that was the biohack of the week, coffee enemas. I've done it. I will admit, um, you you didn't talk me into it because I'm always open to trying things, of course. And it was, I will say, it's pretty amazing. It is, yeah. Kind of weird, but pretty amazing. That's right. It has a lot of benefits, and we'll definitely have a future episode for coffee enemas. Coffee enemas. There you go. Again, disclaimer. Do some research if you do it, or talk to Bear before you do it. This is not medical advice. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's the disclaimer as well. <laughs> episode 6, Part 2. If you have not listened to Episode 5, Part 1 of Water Fasting, make sure you do, because on that episode, we went back and we talked about the science and the benefits, which yeah, sounds amazing. I think we should re- recap that, because today we're going to talk about really how to do it, um, when's maybe the best time to do it, and then also we're going to give the listeners a free tool, resource, to get started with it. Come on. All right, so review? Yep, let's do it. Yeah, so I would say the highlight, water fasting, it it does uh, fundamentally come down to your goal is to create cleaning, repairing, and healing through a process of the body called autophagy. And autophagy is where your body eats itself of all the damaged junk. When you say eats it, so when I was listening to episode one back, when, when you say eat, eat itself, what do you mean by that? Like, yeah, there's literally immune cells okay. that are 
um, created specifically to clean up damaged cells. So when you have um, senescent cells or damaged cells, okay. cells that are mutated, cells just aren't working properly. Cancer cells. like can- Cancer cells. You, you nailed it. Um, or you just had this, uh, he- this healing process or even you have a chronic inflammatory process uh, like autoimmunity. Well, those cells over time become dysfunctional. And so you have a certain group of phagic cells, hence autophagy. These phagic cells go in and clean up and eat, literally kill, clean up and eat the bad cells. So good cells eat bad cells. Bad cells are cleaned out, pushed out of the body. Okay, And then you have the ability to then make new cells called stem cells. Autophagy is that process exponentially increased from when we don't fast. And that is ultimately, you said you do it twice a year because you really want to clean out the bad cells that you have going on. Yeah, so like the other day I, I did like a you know, typical day, I did like a 20-hour fast. Okay. That's what we call time-restricted feeding. So we're not talking about that, intermittent fasting or time-restricted feeding. We're talking about long fast. So anywhere really in my ballpark of three to five days. I would say that's a longer fast. So I do that a couple times a year to clean up and repair and heal damaged senescent cells. Did it take you a while to get to that three to five time? Because if someone's listening here and five days, I've never done a 12 hour fast. I mean, did it take you a while to get there? It didn't, uh, probably because my stubbornness just to do it. But in the most part, for, for most Americans, I would not recommend jumping into a three to five day fast. Perfect. So okay. we, Perfect. There's a, there's a, there is a progress, uh, a progression to get to a three to five day fast. Perfect. I, I just, just thought about this question. If, you, if someone's listening to this right now and they're thinking about going in and they want to do a water fast, um, what could they potentially see after their first 24-hour, 48-hour fast. What what are some things that they could look out for? And really, if they go into it and they start to have hunger pains, they, what can they mentally think of? Like, if I can just get through this, this is what I could start to see. Yeah, the hard part is not much. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the, the one to two day, it's more of a mental thing because you're really kind of hungry at that point. And, yeah. and you can usually get 16, 18 hours pretty easy and then fall asleep and wake up the next day. And day two is usually the hardest. So, you know, that's where it, it just becomes, hey, I'm doing this because I know what's happening internally, although I may not feel necessarily better. Because most people are going to have headaches. Most people are going to have uh, feel almost potentially flu-like if, if they're on a higher carbohydrate-based diet and then they go right into not eating carbohydrates. They're going to they're gonna have that keto flu effect. And their body's not used to using ketones for energy and converting fat to, uh, for energy. So they're not usually going to feel great in my opinion. Now, if you've been fasting for a while, Oh dude, within one, two days, huge energy improvements, skin is brighter. Uh, there, there's, there's a lot of benefit, but that's, those are for people that have done it a few times. If it's your first time, yeah, usually it's actually going to be hard. Okay. Yeah. Well, just transparency. But, it, really- but Here's what happens when you p- we're able to push past the second day into the third day. That's when breakthrough happens. Cool. That's when the lights get turned on, incredible energy soaring, clarity, mental clarity. You're probably sleeping five, six hours a night because literally you just wake up at 5 a.m. ready to rock and roll. Well, I remember that time when I first did that. Yeah. yeah. So that usually happens on day three. That's why I usually recommend, hey, the goal is really going into 
for like a three-day fast. So you can kind of break through that second day, which is hunger pains, and the day three, you're firing on all cylinders, and you're like, dude, I can make it day four. I'll never forget the first time I did a fast. It was 48 hours. I had had a headache the 20, that, 20, that first 24 hours. I had a lot of carbs when I first tried it. You know, I would, the keto flu, I didn't know that thing was a term until you just said it, so probably had it. But I got through, and I was like, I could keep going. Yep. And I didn't keep going, probably. I mean, I could have probably, but it, it's remarkable what happens when you get into that state. And, it, and it's all contingent upon how quickly your body can start making ketones. That's really it. So if we do a blood ketone monitor um, for people and we see their ketones at 0.2, 0.4, that's low state ketosis. You can do that in an intermittent fast or just higher fat based diet. Mm -hmm. It's when you start getting over to the 1.5, 2.0 blood ketone level, that's when you know that person's rocking and firing on all cylinders. Those blood ketones are fueling the brain, fueling the body, and, and so we need the blood ketone level to be that high. I, it's just, this is one of those things, a biohack per se, that you do that you don't think, well, there's no way that if I don't eat for five days, then I'm going to feel good. But you do. You do. Yeah. There, again, that goes into, in my, in, in, my, in, in my research and understanding and belief, is that God designed your body to go through a state of fasting. And when it's when we don't utilize a system mm-hmm. um, that we're genetically designed to have, we're underperforming. Um, there is so much more in people than they realize. That's good. Fasting is a hack to a system that's genetically designed, um, that's, ar- that's already genetically engineered there. That's good. Let's so, do it. How do we do it? All right. Well, typically... We, th- we got to think of it like slow and steady. Okay. So if you want to hit a three to five day fast, and my so my first recommendation is three to five days, three at the minimum, five really the maximum. Um, we got to plan for that. Okay. So let's just say you set a goal to do that in three months or six months. So we create a plan to say, hey, in March 2022, I want to do a three... Three day water fast. Okay. So we build up to it. You gotta plan it. That's what you just that's what I'm hearing. Yep. First you put it on the calendar. Okay. Second, leading up to it, you wanna go ahead and start doing one day fasts once a week. So what I would call this is a five one one. Five days regular feed, regular eating, one day fasting, one day refeeding. Because you don't want to get caught into a constant state of caloric deficit. That's very important for your metabolism and health overall. Okay. So if you take 2,000 calories, 3,000 calories out of your diet in one day, okay. that's a problem. Because over the course of a month, six weeks, you're in a major caloric deficit. So that free feed, that 5-1-1, that second one is your refeed day. You need to bump your calories up 1,000, 1,500. Okay? So based on if you consume two to 3,000 calories in that yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, you just need to increase your calories that next day. Eat one to two bigger meal, more meals the next day. I think that's important. I'm sitting here even learning, too, what you're saying is you have those five days. Then you have your fasting day. Yep. And when you come back, usually mentally, when you have that fasting day, you wake up and you feel great. You feel lean. Mm-hmm. And you don't 
refeed. That's right. That sounds like that's even more important. Yeah, especially if if you do it once a, a month, six weeks, eight weeks, not a big deal. If you do it once a week, like I'm recommending, that becomes a big deal. Got it. Okay. So I would say your first month, th- three months out, your first month is, hey, I'm going to do a five one one, five days normal feed, one day fast, one day refeed. Okay, you do that four weeks in a row. Should people, if they, if people haven't done a three to five day fast, should they give themselves three months? Yeah, I would say. That is a, a good time frame that they can prep for. Got it. Okay. Yep. Good. So the first month, 5-1-1. Second month, we want to do two two-day fasts. Okay. So um, when we look at the calendar in the two-week span, we want to do something like a like a, a 11 days, 12 days roughly of normal feed and two-day fast then 12 and two, okay? And so what we're doing there is pushing that 48 hour window. And we wanna try that two days um, worth of fasting twice twice that month. Post two day fast. Yep, refeed. For two days or one day? Well, it depends on how much you can eat that. (laughs) You know, if you, you, I would say for every two days you need, for every day you need another day of refeeding. So there would be a two-day refeed in that. So it would be like a 12-2, two-day refeed. And those two-day refeeds, based on calories, if you're doing two to 3,000, you're going to consume four, 3,500 yeah. for two days. That's right. An extra 1,000, 1,500 calories a day for those two days. Okay, perfect. And then you're setting the stage up. Then that next month, okay, that next 30-day block is it's now we're potentially three to four weeks out from our three to five day fast. Now we want to drop our carbohydrates. So in general, the two months before, I don't really care so much about what you're eating from a carbohydrate standpoint. No, I don't want you eating junk. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I'm not, I'm not going into more of a ketogenic state, okay? But that month before, those couple weeks before the three to five day, I'm really lowering my carbohydrates and I will probably that first week of the month that I'm going to hit that fast, I'm going to get to about 100 grams of carbohydrates per day, net carbs per day. That second week, I'm going to drop, try to drop down to 75. Third week, I'm trying to hit to 50, and I'm ready for the fast. And the reason for that is that it slowly starts putting your body in a ketogenic state. So you're ready to make ketones on demand. So that when you pull off all food, your body's so efficient at burning fat for energy that it's ready to make ketones literally within the first 24 hours. You're going to avoid the keto flu. You're going to feel incredible on the second day. You're going to feel feel better on the third day. And now we're ready to rock it. Honestly, it's easy at that point to go for even five days. How would someone determine their carbohydrate levels in month three? They need to have a base. I mean... What I'm, what, and this is, I think this is what's so powerful is the preparation in this will yield good results. And leading up to the third month, that's an important month. So, how can you help the listeners? How can we help the listeners figure out how do they determine A, how many do I consume and how much do I decrease by on a weekly basis? Yeah, you're going to have to, at this point, you're going to have to monitor, right? So, this is where an app, 
comes into play. My Fitness Pal. Sure, perfect. Okay. Yep, yeah. My Fitness Pal app, and you're tra- you're tracking your food intake, right? And uh, and so that you get an understanding of what a carbohydrate is, because mm. um, honestly, at this point, when you're a net hundred or lower, you're pretty much eating fruits or excuse me, eating vegetables as your primary source of carbohydrates. You know, so it's meat, nuts, seeds, and vegetables, and th- and that's that's the basis of your you know net hundred. When you start to push it to 75 and 50, you're going to have to find out which vegetables have higher carbohydrate intake and less fiber intake. So you get that net 100, net 75, and net 50. So you're going to have to start tracking on that third month. So you, you get an understanding of what food has a high, a high net carbohydrate amount, which foods have low net carbs, so that those low net carbs are going to be the primary source of your intake compared to the higher net carb foods like fruits for instance then in month four yep. now you you've gone through that yep and then you so you do it at the end of month three yeah i would okay. yeah so month one you're doing one day fast month two you're doing two day fast month three you're not really doing any fast. you're just decreasing your carbohydrates increasing your fats proteins stay the same for three weeks or so, till you're ready to bite off that three to five day. I think what's so powerful about it is when we first started off part one, you hear water fast and you're like, okay, well, let's do it next week. And then now you sit here and you're like, no, there's preparation that goes into this. And I will, I will just say, and you can, you can add anything to it. It is amazing to feel good yeah, and have a clear mind. And it can sound like, well, I, you know, month one, month two, that's a lot of stuff to do. But it's worth it because you can feel so good. Like we are perfectly, wonderfully made. Yeah. And something like this that can clean your cells out, like this is, a, this is a powerful tool. Here's what this tool is. It's a three-month replicable tool you can do four times a year if you want it. Or you can do twice a year. But what it's done is it's kind of set your nutrition right for potentially a whole quarter. And so it, it allows you to repeat with success because you are being the, you are conscious over your nutrition now. Mm-hmm. You have a plan for your nutrition. And that, that has such a big role with health results. Again, the worst case scenario is you become a yo-yo. Right, and you 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 fast for three days, you drop fifteen pounds, and you add twenty back. You drop you do, and then it becomes an eating disorder. To be transparent, right? So how do we frame out this healing health journey? Well, there's a progression to get to that three to five days. And if you did that ninety day program, where you fast one day, the first month, two days, the second month, twice, and then slowly progress your carbohydrates down, higher fat intake ketogenic style, three to five day water fast at the end of the 90 days. I mean, you're talking about health transformation. So that's where, um, you know, we got to look at it uh, three months ahead, not three days ahead. Hey, let's let's just, by the strength of my own arm, make this fast happen. We're going to be able to provide a resource for the listeners that's going to, we can put it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, what that will Resource that- is huge. We explain real quick when someone opens up that resource, what are they looking at? Okay. Is it exactly what we just talked about? No, it's not. Because here's here's what we didn't talk about. How to break the fast. When you fast for three days and you didn't eat, or five days and you didn't eat, 
you can't just go back and eat a steak and a sweet potato and a bunch of uh, big salad. Like you just can't do that. You know, your gut hasn't been digesting food. It's been healing. It's been uh, so enzyme contents lower, acid contents lower. Your microbial balance is lower. So I I created this 14 day guide so that when you get to a three day fast, you can you have now have a 14 day program that allows you to do the three day water fast. So really, what it is day one, there's a a um, a, a component of hey you know food water right and that's all you're doing. But then there's an emotional recommendation, a spiritual recommendation, a meditative recommendation on day one. Day two, water. Mm-hmm. Day three, water. Day four, food reintroductions. But it's not food. It's mainly juice, like celery juice, kombucha. Then we slow, slowly start adding sauerkrauts. Then we slowly start adding you know, fermented veggies. We slowly start adding day four, day five, some salmon, all right? some, some easy digestible greens, steamed greens. Day four, five, six smoothies. Day seven. Now we're starting to get into a more holistic diet. Day seven, day eight, we're pretty much now having all our foods back in. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, and we're running off to the races. So the 14-day guide is three-day water fast with a slow reintroduction of foods. It's our it's our kind of like our 14-day cancer-killing program that helps set you up for success, not just for the fast, but it also gives you 14 days worth of information and resources on how to reintroduce to normal food. That's probably really important. It, it is the most important. It, the fast is only as successful as the reintroduction of food. That's good. Because you can actually develop an IBS issue, uh, irritable bowel syndrome, if you reintroduce too much food too soon post-fast. That's why it's so vital. The reintroduction is just as important as the, um, the fast itself. Do we feel like we've covered enough on the reentry of food or do you want to talk a little bit more about that? No, just get the resource. Just get the resource. Yeah, you get the resource. Um, if you're doing a one day, it, you can return back to your diet pretty easy. Okay. Even a two day, 48 hour, no big deal, right? But when you start going over three, your bacteria content drops so much, your enzyme content drops so much that we really need to start a slow reintroduction of foods. Perfect. Be on the lookout for that in the show notes. On the in Instagram, we'll we'll link it in Instagram. Um, there's a fancy Facebook now. Uh, we can we can upload it onto the Facebook. Make sure you check that out. Again, there sounds like there's three stages to this water fasting. It's going to be the preparation, the actual fast, and one of the most important thing is the refeed. Um, this has been remarkable. I mean, there's so much power in water fasting. I hope it has added value. Anything you want to close with for the listeners to, if they're questioning it, like what what would you what would wisdom would you impart for someone that's questioning water fasting? Well, this episode is going to be launching here um, right around the new year. So it's a perfect time to go ahead and set yourself up for success. A lot of people give up in the first month, first couple weeks of health-related goals. So this is perfect because it gives you a 90-day goal. It gives you a 90-day target, not a 30-day target. So let's go ahead and just establish, hey, at the end of of March, let's do a a three-day to five-day water fast and you have your guide set your nutrition right and let's rock and roll man let's make 2022 the best year ever for your health journey and it'll be springtime it'll be beautiful outside you feel yes, great you ready that's right thanks so much for listening to today's episode part two of water fasting if you have not go leave us a review on apple podcast a five-star review we'll read it here on the podcast we thank you guys so much for all the love the support and we will see you next time on the real health podcast with dr b 
Before you hit X, hold on one second. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today with Dr. B. Two things that would really help the Real Health Podcast movement. One, share it on your social media, your Facebook, your Instagram, wherever you're on a social network. And two, if you go to Apple Podcast and you scroll down, give us a five-star rating and give us a review. Thanks so much for your time, and we'll see you next episode.